from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man! He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I'd is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Brett Power Sports, that's every Friday in this hour slot. Brad, we wrapped up all the football last Sunday. I know you said I'm sticking with Kansas City. You mentioned a lot of the Sharps. Guys in the business, pros who you respect, had their money on San Francisco. Yeah, and, uh, you know, played out uh you know, not, not totally as expected, but but pretty much. I mean, San Francisco probably the better team, uh, but you know, in a in a close game, who do you trust? Uh, I mean, give me Patrick Mahomes, give me Andy Reid over uh, Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy, uh, and uh, obviously, you know, uh, some questionable decision making there as far as the overtime taking the ball, uh, especially with the new rules that Kansas City, that no matter what. We would get their their uh, possession, and you give Mahomes four downs. Uh, that, that's what happened. So, uh, yeah, I wasn't overly surprised by the result, at least. I, I was kind of expecting a close game. I think someone asked me for a score on another show, and I said 24-23 Kansas City. So uh, re- relatively close there. Oh, yeah, very close. What other items? I know you're not necessarily a huge prop bet guy, but what other items did you look at in bet? Uh, you know, I did all right. I mean, I, I, I gave out uh, be- between my top seven props and then some other props that I bet and I put on my VIP updates. Uh, you know, I, w- I went 11 and 6 in the prop market. So wow. it, it was a winning Super Bowl. Yeah. It wasn't a monster win. Uh, I wasn't, I, I didn't jump feet first into a bunch of props. Usually I'm betting more than that. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I, w- I would say generally speaking, uh, you know, main takeaway was, uh, I, I, Vegas still showed a profit here in the state of Nevada uh, the, the, on the Super Bowl. And the, not surprising that they showed a profit. But, I mean, keep in mind, we had a, a prop, a, one of the most popular prop bets each and every year, doesn't matter who's playing the Super Bowl, is will there be an overtime? 
And obviously, for the second time in Super Bowl history, there was, and a lot of people cashed ten to one on that one. That was a popular one. Mahomes goes over his prop player props as far as passing yards and attempts. Kelsey, very popular, goes over. Uh, Purdy's numbers go over uh, as far as popular props. I, I guess what I'm getting at is a lot of the very popular props ended up cashing for the public. Public was on Kansas City. They win outright. And yet the book still showed a profit. So here in the state of Nevada, so that just goes to show you that uh, they'll probably never have another losing Super Bowl uh, unless there's uh, a double-digit underdog in the Super Bowl that wins outright, and the public loves that uh, underdog. Other than that, they'll never have a losing Super Bowl. It must be nice to, to guarantee a win every single year. Correct me if I am mistaken here. I thought I read where, at least in modern history, whatever that entails, Vegas has only lost two Super Bowl Sundays. Would that be accurate? Yeah, they've only lost. Yep, they've only lost two. The one was San Francisco, uh, San Diego Chargers at the time. Uh, it was one where the the public uh, loved the the favorite, and the favorite ended up uh, the big favorite ended up covering. Uh, and then the other one, the last time they lost was when the the, the Giants beat the Patriots uh, outright as a big underdog, and that Super Bowl ended uh, the perfect season for the Patriots. Uh, public liked uh, betting uh, the, the underdog that one. Here's why. I'm thinking it's very safe that the, the the books will never have another losing one. Right. Keep in mind that was 15 years ago. Uh, the the prop menu is so much more popular. It's so much more expansive. So many more ways where the books can take advantage uh, of a still you know that I would say generally uh, the, the speaking uh, a public that's not too sharp when it comes to betting props and whatnot. And when the, those other two times that they ended up losing. There was an expansive prop menus at that point, so uh, I, th- th- that's why I, th- I think it's. And I've had multiple Super Bowls now where uh, all the all the most popular props ended up cashing. I, I mean, the Patriots Eagles game what was something that had all you know all everybody's receiving, rushing, passing totals went over. Uh, you, you had a lot of goofy stuff where two point uh, conversion attempts and, and whatnot. You had the overtime one with the Patriots and the Falcons. That was a, a dream for the public, especially with the, the, the. It was one of the first times that we had in-game betting, and the public was betting in-game on the Patriots. And yet, the book still showed a profit in those Super Bowls. That's why I, I, I'm, I'm per, very, very confident that unless it's some ridiculous outlier or result, books will never have a, another losing Super Bowl uh, because of the props. Brad Powers, Brad Powers Sports dot com, Brad. And just for the audience, Brad has said through the many years he's been on this show, he remains disciplined. He bets football. He does bet basketball, but he doesn't put that out publicly anymore starting this year. And then the other stuff, he just doesn't flippantly do it. Uh, the Kentucky Derby, the Masters, uh, college baseball, Major League Baseball, he just doesn't mess with it. He stays disciplined. Brad, having said that, College baseball starts today, and we were looking. Johnny Vegas pointed this out to me. It's been, and it's not a very deep market, as we know. It's not very liquid, and it hadn't been available all that long on the public apps that we now have. But it's always been, until you got to the postseason, just the money line. And I don't know how many apps have done this, but DraftKings right now, opening day, Brad, you can get money line on a bunch of games. 
You also can get over-unders and run lines. I think that's a first. Yeah, an opening day on uh, multiple games. I'm looking at it right now. It looks like, you know, a bunch of Big Ten and SEC games, uh, six or seven that you can bet uh, pretty much up. And a multitude of books, too. I'm looking at Westgate here in town, DraftKings, like you mentioned. Uh, I would say I, I, I have the ability to look at, like, 30 books at once uh, on my odds screen. Right. And I would say a good 10 or 12 books are offering, uh, offering regular season baseball on opening day on a multitude of games. Uh, is a first. It's gotten more and more popular, to say the least. Because I don't remember last year anything but money lines until either the regionals or Omaha. And even then, I mean, usually you couldn't bet anything until you actually got to, I mean, it started with just Omaha, and then it was the, right. the regionals and super regionals, and then it just, and then you started to be able to bet late season after the turn after March Madness. You bet the you know the top level regular season games, and usually on a weekend a lot of times, and not during during the week. And it's just gotten more and more expansive with each passing year. So uh, very beatable. I've said this. I I don't. I've never really bet baseball in my life. I think I've made less than ten baseball bets in my entire life, counting Major League Baseball. But uh, I, uh, I I would argue that college baseball, if you follow it, uh, very beatable. Let me also ask you, with the ability to get run lines and totals, does that necessarily mean, Brad, for the guy who's not the little nickel and dime guy like me, but a guy that wants to put a hundred, two hundred bucks down, is it more liquid? Are they offering more liquidity, if that makes sense? I don't know. I I would have to fire up a few right. apps to see what I could get down on that, but I mean, it's getting more liquid, but I mean, I'm, we're, this is still a, a very illiquid right. market compared Correct. to obviously college basketball and certainly college football. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you don't want to be driving to Cincinnati and trying to bet, you know, five figures, uh, on a baseball game because you have inside information that would still raise flags if you're catching my day adrift there. I think that was actually six figures. <laughs> yeah, and it was still ticked that he could only get, what did he end up getting, like 15 grand? I mean, that's I stunning that he was able to get that on him. Oh, I know. I know. Wow. Did this guy, was the lust for money so overwhelming that he couldn't think in a common sense way? I guess so. <laughs> I, just... I guess, yeah. But, I mean... I don't know. Even if you're trying to get a hundred grand or so down, I mean, is it really worth that? I mean, just was not thinking whatsoever. It deserves all the bad stuff to happen to him for, for being that incredibly stupid. Both of those guys, anybody involved in that whole thing. Shannon in South Bend. He said, I just looked and I don't think you can major in gambling in college. Ask Brad what he majored in in college and what was he doing career wise prior to his success in Vegas? Give him the cliff notes there. Well, first, uh, you, you can take a couple classes here at UNLV in sports gambling. Uh, it's offered, so you can't major in it, but uh, you certainly – and I wouldn't be a bit surprised down the line. It's so popular that uh, more schools will at least offer a few classes on right. sports gambling. Uh, I was broadcast journalism major uh, and was working in uh, radio at the time, and I quit that job and went to work for Phil Steele. Now, I, I was planning on just working in – I just wanted to work in college football media. Uh, and figured that there, 
didn't take me too long to figure that there wasn't too much money in that and uh, gravitated toward the gambling side. Not much money and a ton of headaches. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's still the, the headaches, and then some are still there as far as trying to beat markets. But uh, um, at least if, if you're right more than you're wrong, the payout's a lot more uh, as far as getting no into uh, gambling. Royal Payne, who's, I believe, an Alabama fan. Yeah, he is. He said, I'm intrigued by the OU, the Oklahoma win total of 7.5. Schedule is a killer with a new offensive coordinator. Where is Brad on OU going forward? Yeah, we do have win totals out. FanDuel has them out. Bet Online has them out. The earliest ever uh, for every power team. Uh, Oklahoma opened six and a half. I, I wasn't planning on betting these, uh, to be honest with you. I was going to let it breathe for a little bit. I mean, we still got spring. We still got another yeah. portal. Nice and, and the juice is pretty heavy on some of these, meaning you got to bet a lot to win a little. Even the, even if you have a perceived edge, they're going to hold your money for ten months. Uh, so I didn't plan on betting them, but. Market started moving. Oklahoma was one that moved six and a half up to seven and a half. I'm not a part of that. I would have been. I would have bet the over six and a half. That would have been one of my favorite bets that I made. Uh, seven and a half to me seems very reasonable. I, I mean, that's what I would make it. So that probably to Oklahoma fan that seems low. Seven and a half is probably the lowest win total Oklahoma's had in 20 years. Uh, but I think it's a very fair number. More questions for Brad as we continue. BradPowerSports.com is where you can get all his info. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. We still see quite a bit of traffic volume making its way in from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, up through the Antioch area. That's pretty much typical for this time of the morning, but it's moving. Let's keep it that way. Still heavy over past Donaldson Pike on 40 going westbound. You still have traffic coming in from Wilson County. A little bit of radar in Wilson and Smith County this morning. Be careful. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring at all their locations. Order online this weekend at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. 
Ask for Navaj at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navaj.com. Navaj, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. It's a Bill King show. This Nick Saban topic is so interesting. I was thinking about the future. The new teams that the SEC and the B1G are bringing in and the Big 12. The 12-team playoff. The lawlessness. The constant change. But now we enter the next playing portion without Nick Saban. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Bill King doesn't need a countdown clock because he already knows when football season starts. Powers with us. Major moves over in West by God, Virginia wants to know, Brad, how much does the April transfer portal affect your season win total bets? Is it a bigger factor for different teams in your opinion? Yeah, good question. I'm not sure yet. I mean, my expectation is it'll be a bigger it, I mean, obviously, the, the the bigger one's always going to be the, the the one in December, just because you know kids want to get settled in. They want they want to get uh, in for spring at their new uh, destination. Right. I'm expecting you know this one post spring to to be more active, and I I think there'll, there'll still be some very high quality, high level players that enter. Uh, I just think the Georgias, the Ohio States, the Oregon's of the world. Uh, if they if they're coming out of spring and they feel like they need, I mean, they're not going to go overboard and you know go grab five, six, you know, seven, eight guys. But if they they want to go, they have a position that's a clear position of need. They'll go out and get a guy, uh, and you know they'll they'll be tampering and whatnot, whether the kid's in the bowl or not. So uh, that's my expectation. Will, will it move teams' win totals? I mean, it's always a, a moving target, so to speak. I mean, I I really, I mean. I, I'll have uh, over the course of an off season. I mean, I'll, I'll have probably five different sets of power ratings. Uh, you know, I'll have an update in like March. I'll have an update post spring in May. Uh, once I go through uh, all the summer and get and collect more and more reading, I'll probably have an, an, uh, another power rating in July. And then you know, once practice starts and I read more and players get hurt during fall camp, I'll have another preseason power rating. So. Uh, it's constantly getting updated as far as my power rings and my projected win tolls. And what does that mean for my bets? Well, I mean, you got to be a little bit more open-minded. I mean, you can't say, well, I bet North Carolina on her eight and a half wins. I'm just going to stick to, to my gun. I, my expectation is now that I will be doing uh, that. 
but uh, if something were to happen on a particular bet, I, I can't be afraid to, to go opposite, either get off that position or go stronger on the position opposite of that with new information. With your power rating, does the formula stay the same? You just plug in all the data when it when it refreshes, or do you take that formula and tweak it year to year or in season? Yeah, I, I tweak it year to year. Not not too much because I've had success. I, I I know what I'm doing, but uh, I. I, I do tweak it if some things are, are uh, a little bit, uh, you know, I did look last year wasn't a great result uh, as far as giving out picks to say the least. Betting was okay. Uh, could always have been better there as well. Uh, did it start in, in my preseason evaluations? The teams, yeah, I mean, my win total bets and my offseason bets weren't as good as the year prior, but I had a historically great season the year prior. So I, I don't want to over tweak it too much. Uh, but the, look, I mean, the game is changing. Uh, rosters, there's more overhaul. Uh, there's more player movement. There's more coaching movement than ever before. I, I, I can't be stuck to my guns. Well, this formula worked for the last three, four, five years. I'm just going to stick to this exact formula. Right. No, I, I'm never going to be that tied uh, to, to my ratings, even though I, I stand by it. I stand by my ratings enough that I've already bet over 20 season, uh, 20 win total bets already. That's amazing. That's amazing. Brad Powers, Brad Power Sports with us. Question here on Twitter for you wants to know, and this is Jim and Jupiter. He's a Florida State fan, so I think this is a little bit of a shot at Florida. He wants to know your thoughts on Florida's win total of five and a half. I bet it under five and a half. Uh, and it's not like, oh, I think Florida's going to be terrible this year. I mean, I, I, I've tweeted this it's historically tough schedule it'll be the toughest schedule in college football this year and uh i think it's one of the toughest schedules i mean i've been doing it 15 years now it's one of the toughest schedules i've ever seen especially that 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 final stretch there uh is unbelievably tough for florida uh they could be uh, a, a pretty good team and i think they're improved they got a lot of returning production uh if it wasn't for a bunch of transfers uh they would have returned every starter but one ricky Beersall was the only kid that was out of eligibility. Uh, they still have 15 returning starters, even, even with kids transferring out. It's just when you look at it, Miami, Texas A&M, uh, UCF will be a, a very competitive game at Tennessee. And then the close, the last five games of the season, is probably the toughest five-game stretch I've seen any team play in, in, in 30 years of watching college football. Georgia at Texas, LSU, Ole Miss is going to be preseason top 10 at Florida State. Uh, I don't see six wins there. Johnny Vegas just tweeted to Circa Sports, what are your college baseball limits for regular season games? Do you think they'll answer that publicly? Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty good about answering. Uh, I haven't seen them post. Uh, I When I checked, you know, in our first segment, they, they weren't one of the books that had baseball up yet. But uh, I'm guessing nickels or dimes. Is what they'll have. That's what they had last year uh, on baseball. You're saying you could get a $500 bet on a game? Oh yeah, yeah. At Circa, you can. Yeah, maybe, and maybe during postseason, probably a dime, meaning a thousand. Now I know you can't speak for every app, but but a DraftKings or a BetMGM would they allow you to go that far too? 
Good question. Probably not. Probably, Probably a couple not. hundred dollars is okay. my expectation on on those apps. Don't quote me. That's not official, but that would be Correct. my expectation. I'd well, be surprised. I'd be surprised anything over five hundred. I'd be surprised at five hundred, but I would be stunned anything more than that. Jeff two in the six one five. This was the most watched Super Bowl of all time. Did that translate into any interest gambling? Are interesting gambling stats you haven't already mentioned this morning. Also, do you think we'll see Vegas as a host site each time future sites for the Super Bowl are chosen? Again, good questions. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, interest is there. I talked about in the first uh, window as far as uh, you know the, the profits. You know, the Vegas showed a profit yet again, even though a bunch of the popular prop bets and the game went the public's way. Handle was a record, uh, over 185 million just in the state of Nevada. All time record. Never had that amount bet. Not a surprise there with the Super Bowl actually being here. Um, and other states are showing, you know, records as far as that. I mean, it's, unless we have a, you know, the only thing that's going to stop the sports gambling numbers from going up as far as, you know, people betting on it, you know, obviously it's, uh, uh, discretionary income type of thing. If the stock market crashed and people didn't have extra money going around, then that would be the only thing that would hurt sports betting at this point. Uh, the numbers are only going up. Uh, people are being more and more accustomed to betting. They're more used to it. They're more comfortable with it. Uh, and that those numbers are continuing to rise. So record handle here as far as bet. Uh, I, I forget, what was the second part of that question? Do you think we'll see Vegas as a host site each time yep. future sites for the Super Bowl are chosen? Yeah, it should. I mean, I if I was doing it, I mean, they, they, there'd probably be like a four-city rotation and then like a one-off for, you know, obviously they got the rule. If you build a new stadium, you can host a Super Bowl. But, uh, I mean, four cities for me probably be Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Miami, and either a New Orleans or a Phoenix. But the, Vegas should be a part of that rotation. I mean, it it shouldn't be one uh, a one a one-off. I'll put it that way. They should, they should be hosting a Super Bowl probably twice in a 10-year period. It would be my hope. Kevin in Muletown, ask Brett how profitable betting the home team in the big conference basketball games. They're very hard to win on road or cover. I don't know. I I haven't dived into I, I really when I said I, I was giving it up, I, I had barely looked at any basketball. Uh so I, I don't have that off the top of my head. You so you haven't even bet any, really, right? Yeah, I've only made, I made a call. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna give you the exact number off the top. Of my, I bet four college, four college basketball bets all year. One came across my desk. I knew some out of the blue. Uh, an NFL guy told me to bet uh, Seton Hall a few weeks ago against DePaul. They ended up winning like seventy-two to thirty-nine. I laid ten, so that was I think a little bit inside information on something there uh, that just came across my desk. I don't get that too often. I I bet a little bit last Saturday. I just, you know, if I was handicapping, I just treated it like, hey, if I was handicapping or give it, if I was a service today, what would I give out? And uh, I, I, one of them was a disaster. It was Arizona coming off a, a triple overtime win against Utah. They were playing at Colorado, and, they, I mean, I lost that bet. And there was a couple others that I bet. I think Kansas, uh, I think this was a couple weeks ago, it was a home dog against Houston. I made that bet because it's only happened a couple times in the last two decades. But that's it. Three, four bets is all I made all college basketball season. Total, not per day. Total. I, I've really been, 
I, I, I let it go. It, it just goes to show that I, and I don't miss it. I'm not feeling a need to, um, I feel like I'm really missing out on something. A lot of the sharpest guys I know have, haven't had that great of a college basketball season. So, uh, I, I, there's no FOMO for me, uh, fear of missing out. Uh, it helps too when I've already got 50 college football bets already I made. Right. That's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely amazing. You, uh, um, when it comes to the spring practices and everything, is anybody underway yet in playing? Yeah, a few. Uh, Hawaii's spring game is next Saturday uh, already, so they'll be done. Liberty's already started. This is, I mean, it's never-ending. Georgia State has started spring practice. Sean Elliott leaves. Now they just had to postpone spring practice because they were already in the middle of it. Uh, so the, 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 that's something new. I mean, not not for COVID or anything like that. They had to stop because their coaches left. Right. That's – are you looking at anybody else, though, as far as this spring? Wh- who's on your list? Well, anybody, anybody with a new coach because, I mean, the roster overhaul is substantial. So, I, I mean, obviously I'm intrigued by Michigan to see how that looks. I mean, they only got seven returning starters. They just hit, you know – Sab, one of their top defensive backs, probably expected to be a starter this year, just hit the portal today. Uh, there'll be a team that I'll probably put extra eyeballs on, extra attention. Washington, just because they're going to be, you know, the in, very inexperienced to say the least, zero returning starters for the Huskies uh, on offense. I think they made a good hire in Jed Fish, but uh, I, I'm not sure how good it's going to look, especially moving to the Big Ten this year. And then uh, for obvious reasons, I mean, we got a new coach in Tuscaloosa. Uh, for the first time in nearly two decades, I want to see what Alabama looks like. So anybody with a first-year coach, I, I'm going to put extra uh, attention to, uh, make sure that that's an absolute. And the spring game's televised. You'd be rest assured I'll be watching those teams. What about Tennessee? Yeah, expectation for them. I mean, they're not overly experienced, like a, t- a ton of returning production, but I mean, my expectation is that, uh, a uh, top 20 team, top 15 type of team. I mean, obviously I want to see what Nico looks like, if he's making progressions, if he can take that next step. Uh, Tennessee's win total, I think, came eight and a half with the overjuiced big time. Uh, I'd make it nine. My expectation right now, uh, until I see further notice is Tennessee's like a nine and three type of team. That's what you think. As of right now, yeah, I mean, I, at Oklahoma will be tough. Uh, but there'll be a slight dog there, probably a slight home underdog to Alabama, and then obviously a big underdog at Georgia. Uh, and then they'll have to sweep everything else. But uh, you'll get a good look. I mean, I'm, I'm going to get, hopefully, I know the spring game, Neyland Stadium's under some stadium renovations. Uh, you're not going to get a good crowd there. So I hope I get a decent look at their spring uh, but if not, I mean, we'll have to wait until week two against NC State uh, to, to, to really get an idea of how good this team's going to be. And they've got a quarterback that's pretty high on the Heisman list that everybody's talking yeah, about. Yeah, a guy that I, I, I mean, I'm going to wait for the Circus and the Westgate. That I, I've said this uh, a few weeks ago. I mean, typically those two books offer the best odds uh, as far as if you want to bet into those. Uh, where you're not paying a big premium. I mean, <laughs> Nico, we talked about it. I mean, 15 to 1, 14 to 1, I think I, this is the lowest I saw. Uh, now, DraftKings, I think, had 30. That, that was closer to what I was expecting, but 
I mentioned this several times. I mean, just a couple years ago, Hennon Hooker was 80 to 1. Uh, did I expect Nico to be 80 to 1? No, but for me to make a, a bet on Nico, I, I need 40 or 50 to 1 to, to make that bet. Hopefully I get it if Circa and Westgate open up. Tom in Myrtle Beach says, guys, I will be at Ohio State for their spring game on 413. Just booked my flight this morning. I know it's fake football, but it will be cool to see all these athletes on the field. How many of these guys, though, for example, Quinchon Judkins, Caleb Downs, you do need Will Howard out there, but they're not going to go out there and hit all those guys in a game like that, will they? No, Ryan Day's spring games haven't been overly physical. Uh, in fact, a lot of it's been, you know, what they call thud. Uh so I, I don't know if he changes that this year or not. Uh, it's noticeable because other, other schools are you know, full-on tackle and uh, super aggressive. He's not. And I, I honestly, I know some people, oh, it's just a scrimmage. Who cares? You don't want to put anything on tape. I don't know if that carry, if there's some carry over there. To, I mean, one of the reasons why they, they haven't finished the job against Michigan uh, the, the last three years, you know, it's a mindset. And then they haven't been... I haven't gotten a great look on Ohio State spring game. When you go thud, you don't tackle the ground consistently. That the, 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 those are the type of games where I don't learn much. All right, here's what we'll do. We'll take a break. More Brad as we continue. Omni Nashville Hotel. There's still a couple of accidents getting some attention out here. It remains heavy on 40 going westbound. I'll be here passing the airport, coming through Hermitage, Donaldson. As all that traffic continues to come in from Wilson County, it's heavy, but it's not the worst we've ever seen it on. 24 westbound as you come in from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, up through the Antioch area. A 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services right here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. Bob Steak and Chop House. Located in the Omni Nashville Hotel is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts. From the traditional filet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventure 
dangerous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Hi, I'm Jeff Fisher. You know, you've probably heard by now that the Nashville Cats are coming back to Music City. Well, you are correct. They're coming back and they're coming in hot starting April 27th with the first of five home games at the historic Municipal Auditorium. There will be an additional game at FNM Bank Arena in mid-May up in Clarksville, and that will be honoring our military. Single game tickets as well as season tickets are on sale now. For more information, come visit thenashvillecats.com. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I said all day yesterday on the show that you don't hand a microphone to a guy when the season's over to address the crowd if he's coming back. No, he he's not coming back. He so we can back. stop saying if he doesn't come back. But today, now he really let me reiterate, <laughs> for sure, gone. Look forward to the ceremony. can put that to bed. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. text the best college football radio show in the history of humankind 615-844-5600 the bill king show hi this is steven in athens our favorite radiologist ever, he lives down there, good friend, says, uh, and he's a huge Georgia supporter, Brad, and I'm not sure I understand the question. He goes, this may or may not be a question for Brad, but when the hell is Georgia, oh, oh, the state of Georgia, that's what he means, going to get on the ball with sports betting? That's a really big uh, state not allowing that. Yeah, I mean, they're late to the party. I think we're up to 38 states now. Uh, wow. But there's some biggies. Uh, I Texas? Mean, Florida. I mean, Florida has it, but it's controlled by the Indian tribes, and they're not full-fledged, you, you know, got a bunch of apps. Georgia doesn't have it. Texas, California. I mean, those are four big-time states that aren't doing it yet. I, I don't know what the hold is. I, I really, other than, polit- you know, red tape government crap, to be honest with you. I, I just don't understand from a state perspective there's so much money you can collect from a tax purposes right. why you don't get that uh, asap and uh 38 states have figured it out already uh, i don't know why georgia hasn't well in general we can say why at any of these states somebody's worried about losing money that's got power because why would you not allow it somebody yeah, somebody's I, I just, threatened by yeah, it somebody's getting bad advice because they're you it's it's Money making for the state. I know, I know. It's not as much as what they perceive because, I mean, in sports, you can, I mean, it's not the lottery. Uh, I mean, yeah, where you just collect it, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can beat sports betting. Uh, so it's not as big of a, you know, a whole percentage or profits that, that, that states were originally uh, the, the, the budgeting, but 
it's still very profitable and very advantageous for the state to, to have sports gambling. So I don't know why. I, I really don't at this point. Shannon in South Bend. He says, guys, the Notre Dame 2024 schedule was finalized yesterday. Ask Brad, would he bet over 10 wins in the regular season for the Irish this fall? Well, they'll be favored, uh, I think, in 11. Uh, and the only one in doubt would be the opener at Texas A&M, where they're about a one-and-a-half-point underdog right now. Uh, and I, I would make that game pick them, if not Notre Dame, maybe even slightly favored there. Uh, it's a very advantageous schedule. Uh, they'll play four top 25 caliber teams in Texas A&M, Louisville, Florida State, and USC. But other than that, I mean, every game, I mean, is a, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say slam dunk, but they'll be a considerable favorite in every other game. So it's playoff or bust. Uh, if I had to set the win total 10 seems about right to me. Uh, and, uh, I, I would, I'd, I'd juice the over. I, I would think 11's more, uh, more, uh, more likely than the nine. So if I was, it's not out yet. FanDuel and Ben Online haven't put Notre Dame's win total out yet. But I, if I was making the number, it'd be ten with the overjuiced. Tom in Myrtle Beach. Now he's in South Carolina, where he cannot get all those apps either. And he says uh, on BetUS is what he uses. They cap baseball futures at fifty and games at one hundred, which which I guess makes sense for them. Yeah, that sounds what what I was expecting. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. The, the, I, I got a buddy that that's that a DraftKings. I'll, I'll see what he can get uh, as far as the baseball games today. But uh, a few hundred bucks is was my expectation of sure. what you can get down on these baseball games. No, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. It's uh, it's it's got to be illiquid. But I'll say this, Brad: um, if the popularity of this sport which, again, big picture is, is tiny. But if it keeps ascending, maybe in five years you can get down a decent little bet. Oh, yeah. I, I, I would I, yeah, I, I would make that uh, estimation. I mean, because I've just seen it in the last five years go from basically nothing, zero, to, to something I can bet on opening day. I, I, just, I, I would not have thought that was possible five years ago in the college baseball market. <laughs> I, I never even heard of it. Never thought of it. At the time, but it is ascending, and again, they've got lines that I don't remember seeing day one. Last year is the first year I ever bet it, and uh, I got to tell you, well, right? Well, I did pretty well, but Johnny Vegas, I, I don't bet a lot, but Johnny Vegas probably laid down four or five hundred bets, and he was at seventy percent the year before. He was at eighty percent. Now these these are money lines, but that's still, I don't care what it is, it's still. It's still good, you know. Yep. Very. I, if you take the time, I'm sure it's very beatable. But you now again, you don't care enough about it to do it, right? You just can't, you just don't have interest in it. Yeah, I just don't care. Now, I, I know that sounds for some people like, "Wow, how?" I don't keep in mind. I don't have a wife and kids. If I was looking for generational wealth, I'd, I'd be betting every single day, every, every sport, looking to get any edge that I could. I, I'm at a point in my life, I just like doing what I do. I don't want it to become work and a burn. Oh, I got to wake up and then, you know, grind away. Football's not work for me. I literally enjoy grinding away as far as, you know, looking at football teams. It just never gets old for me, college football. So, uh, that's what I just choose to do. I'm not looking to, when you die, you can't take a U-Haul with you. So I, <laughs> I don't feel the need to, to bet every sport. 
Yeah, but Brad, there's some people that think you can shove it down in the grave with you. <laughs> they think that. Yeah, yeah. So I just—it's just not for me. It makes me—I makes me unique. Uh, a lot of right. people don't don't do that. I mean, I almost every guy that I know bounces from sport to sport. Now, a lot of those guys aren't great. I mean, I—I—I right. uh, I, I, you'll hear me. I don't care what sport it is. Specialize, specialize, specialize. It does get tougher to beat. Every market does. College football gets tougher to beat. Brad, tell everybody out the door how they can get your info for football coming up. Yep, packages are up. Uh, if you want the weekly newsletter, forty-one bucks for the entire season. If you want the preview, that'll be out in July. That'll have, you know, I'll probably have three, four hundred bets at that point. If you want to see all those bets and look at my breakdowns of the uh, preview? Uh, that's in July, forty-one bucks. BradPowerSports.com, Bill King tab, top of the page. See you next week, sir. All right, take care, Bill. Thanks for having me. Brad's always fantastic. We've got to get the break here. Coming back. Omni Nashville Hotel. Still a couple of accidents getting some attention out here. It remains heavy on 40 going westbound. Over here passing the airport, coming through Hermitage, Donaldson. As all that traffic continues to come in from Wilson County, it's heavy, but it's not the worst we've ever seen it on. 24 westbound as you come in from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, up through the Antioch area. A 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services right here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Attention business owners, WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039. 615-844-1039 or email saleswnsr at gmail.com That's saleswnsr at gmail.com In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. 
It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash handsonlycpr and become a lifesaver today. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championship March 6th to the 9th at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Polk inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. happens anywhere in college sports the bill king show will be there to bring you the facts yeah no kevin hagan this week he's off but we'll be talking alabama a bunch with him i believe he's back next week is he back pat next week do you know i'm not sure he could be okay no worries, but we'll monitor that, and when he is ready to come back, we will bring him back in fold. Kevin in Mule Town, and I'm excited about college baseball today, says, Bill, ask Brad why he pays so much attention to spring games. They are vanilla. Games usually end up giving walk-ons a showcase. He does. He watches them. They're they're. I don't know what the numbers are, but there are a bunch of folks out there that watch them. I just, I don't remember the exact year, but I I just recall being at a spring game. Because I used to go to them, not just watch them, I would go. And just wonder, what am I doing? Now, I went just because I love college ball, right? And even though it's not a... Saturday in September game, I still wanted to see it. And I remember just thinking, this is a colossal waste of my time. Not going to learn anything from this. Not going to glean anything from this. That's what happened to me. I'm not at all trying to be uh, a leader here when it comes to spring games. I'm not looking for plurality. It's just I realize this is not real football. It's rigged fake football. Now, that didn't mean that if a guy makes a play, you see a running back make a um, spectacular run or a defensive player, linebacker who seems like he's all over the field making plays, that's, hey, dude's player. That that's That's cool. That's that's something you could evaluate, but I just overall big picture to me now, just to me, it's not worth the time. Plus, I'd rather get the games on TV where I can pick and choose and watch them rather than being stuck in one spot. So not only will I not go to a game, but I will not want to be limited by going to one game. Now, you folks out there all have your one team, so you don't care about what else might be going on. And I understand that. But I have to be cognizant of it. I have to be cognizant of it. 
to watch them all and to check them all out. Remember yesterday I was talking about the incredible run that the stock SMCI is on. It got up to almost 1100 this morning in the um, in the pre-market. It's taken a dive here. And that's why I said be very careful. It is I got out on my options around 1060. It's at 933 right now. Just watch it. If it settles down, pay attention to it. Don't do anything if you just willy-nilly. But right now, it's uh, it's taken over a 100 point. It had been on such a parabolic run. I think Jeff, too, said that in early January, you could have gotten it for around 250 300 bucks. Got up to almost 1100 this morning, a little over a month and a half later. That is ridiculous parabolic move i mean that is cray cray is what that is but yes i did that again that right there is not advice either i'm just saying i find it intriguing as well what what there was some catalyst this morning because the market overall is down yeah i don't know what the catalyst was but uh anyways it's something has spooked the entire market this morning because it was looking pretty good, and right now it is taking a pretty good dive. Everything. I'm looking at pretty much. NVIDIA is not down. <laughs> there's there's one for you. It's not down. It's, it's doing fine this morning. It was down a little bit yesterday. Next week we'll get started again on Monday. No guesting on Monday. Jay Book said that next week he could probably do it on Thursday. So we'll try and get him locked up. And Monday we'll have three hours of extemporaneous, long-form conversations. You know the rules on Mondays. No guesting. No, 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 no. No guesting on Mondays. It's all about us. All about the collective folks of this audience and our opinions solely. Right? Anybody wants to join in on the fray, they are always welcome. And we have a blast with it on Mondays. It's the one day where we hate just three hours, guys. We just say, hey, it is clear. Nobody lined up. No guesting. No preconceived notion. Let's go. And as long as we abide by the solar system, which is the oblong spheroid, it's all good. That's the way it works. And it is, again, folks, it is so much fun. So we'll see you back on Monday. I will start watching college baseball probably around Vanderbilt today at 1 o'clock. Vanderbilt here in town playing. And then I will have it on all the way through the evening. Tony Vols on my Flow Sports sub. Yeah, I've got it, man. I now subscribe to Flow Sports. I had to do it, y'all. Had to do it. Lodgepop.